Hello, you guys. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast. I hope everyone is having an amazing day. I'm having a very chill Friday to myself. I feel like I really needed that and just like spend time by myself. This is how I recharge. I recharge just by being by myself and just doing my thing, listening to my music, listening to my podcast, and just doing me. It's honestly my favorite time of the day. I had a very chill day. I went for lunch with my best friend, Emmy. It's so crazy because my best friend, like literally my first friend that I've ever made in my life, and my best friend since kindergarten is my best friend now which is like so wild but I wouldn't have it any other way I absolutely love her and she's just the best I feel like the older you get the more you cherish those amazing friendships you've had since forever and they just mean so much more to you when you like you know go out in the real world and meet a lot of people and make different friendships you just always go back and appreciate the real ones the ones you've had since day one I feel like most of my friends I've had since forever even my London friends I've had like for years and years and I don't have a huge circle of friends. I have a good circle of friends if that makes sense. The type of friends that I can literally call in the middle of the night and I know that they're going to be there for me and friends that I can truly count on. That's what matters to me most. Quality over quantity forever. It's been so cold in London and I definitely regret not planning a trip to the States because usually around this time of the year I am in either Los Angeles or Florida and I didn't plan either of those trips because I just like honestly haven't had time to think of anything else other than wedding planning. It's like literally my everyday thing. I wake up with my husband and we just think like wedding, wedding, wedding. And we definitely both regret not planning a trip, which we usually would have because it's definitely super cold in London and it doesn't feel like spring. And I just, I just want to feel spring in my bones. So I'm super excited to go away for like a week or so and celebrate my birthday. It's my birthday on the 18th of April so that's very exciting I turned 26 which is fucking crazy I literally feel like I am 16 like in my head I feel like I'm 16 I feel like a child bride it's wild so turning 26 feels like not real I just remember being a child and like thinking about like you know adults when they're 30 and like oh my god that's so old and it's like really not old at all I feel like I'm gonna feel the exact same way when I'm 30 like literally I've had some people be like oh my god now you're married like are you gonna have kids like what like I am a child I literally feel like a kid but I guess it's just all part of life I've made some delicious tea I actually got this tea from Caudalie I didn't even know they made teas and it's so good it's supposed to be really good for your skin I didn't even know skincare brands did tea but it kind of makes sense because like you know you drink good tea and it might help your skin so I've definitely been enjoying it so if you're looking for a really good tea to give you that like glowy skin for the summer try Caudalie out I've also seen Dr. Barbara Sturm has her own tea again for like skin issues and I definitely want to try it out. There's something about a tea made from a skincare brand that just like makes it feel super legit. Like I'm getting this tea but it's kind of like I'm getting like a skincare product and it all tracks. I feel like in order to heal acne, in order to heal skin issues, you have to target the inside. There's only so many creams that you can try out, so many toners and so many exfoliants. Like I swear none of that stuff really worked for me. The only thing that actually worked for me was really good nutrition changing some of my eating habits and facials I feel like facials are very underrated but for me personally they worked wonders I feel like you always see those like celebrities that are like oh my god get this cream like it literally cleared my acne but you need to remind yourself that they literally have access to the most expensive facialists in the entire world like they get facials weekly and their skin glows most likely because of those incredible facials which I would definitely love to get I would love to get one of those types of facials but especially when it comes to 
to acne. My skin was super congested and it definitely needed facials and like extraction facials that really hurt in order to get like the gunk out basically. So when you go in with your creams, then the creams can really penetrate the skin and actually work. But from my personal experience, those like little bumps on my skin and blemishes, they like needed to be extracted in order for my skin to be smooth again. And it kind of makes sense, like it tracks. But when people share their skincare routines, I feel like there needs to be some transparency that of course they get facials on top of everything because I feel like it needs to be said. And if you're struggling with your skin, I definitely think if you find an amazing facialist that does extractions to save up and get one of them. So for today's episode, I wanted to do a part two, dating, relationships, etc. episode. I absolutely love giving you guys advice and recording the first one, so I wanted to film another one. And honestly, I got so many good questions and I really wanted to answer all of them, so this is perfect. And I'm going to start with the first question I see and it's, how do you become less obsessed with crushes and partners? I definitely know what you're talking about. I've also been in that position where it's like, I have a crush on someone and I will literally like fantasize my wedding with them. Like I'll make up fake scenarios before I go to bed. But I feel like it all comes down to not putting the guy on a pedestal, not making them important until they deserve to be important, not ignoring the rest of the roster just because we think he's the one until he actually makes the effort and, you know, tells you, listen, this is official and this is happening. I feel like often we're so quick to just like drop everything in our life. Everything is going on. Other guys we're dating just because we meet someone and we think he's something that he's not. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't done anything. Absolutely not. We're just like fantasizing stuff and we need to be conscious and stop doing that until he proves himself that he's worthy to be like your number one. He's part of the roster. He's part of the team. Literally every single time you like find yourself like thinking about them trying to, you know, make those future plans in your head that won't happen likely just stop yourself tell yourself like we're not doing this Mm -mm, not today also have like a list of all the aches that they've given you so like for example if you went for dinner and you know you sat at the bar and his feet were like dangling like that's kind of an ick like write that down every time he does something that's even a little bit icky just like write it down in a list and then every single time you find yourself like obsessing over them go back to that list and read everything and like picture them doing that thing that gave you the ick remember I actually did this with my husband like when we started like in the first stages of our relationship we were like barely dating I remember like I found myself having like a strong crush on him so what I did was I went on his Instagram and you know how guys are really bad at choosing photos of themselves for Instagram I scrolled all the way down and I found like photos that kind of gave me the ick and I literally bookmarked them this sounds so crazy and every single time I found myself obsessing over him I would literally go to like my bookmarks and look at those photos do you think he's listening to these? I doubt it. He'll never know. And a few months ago, I was going through all like all my saved photos and I like saw one of the photos and I was like, why did I save that? And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, now I remember. But have that list, have those photos that bring you back to reality. If he hasn't done something that gave you the ick, then like write a list of all your icks in general and just like picture him doing that. Like picture his mom yelling food's ready and him like running down the stairs, bolting. Like that's kind of an ick. Picture him walking around barefoot with his dog out or picture him running towards a bird and it doesn't fly away or him going to hit a pinata and missing the list goes on and on you can make up stuff in your mind and just like act like it's true and picture him doing that and then you'll get the ick and you won't obsess over him also another big thing is never make him a priority never center your life around a man you need to have your own life you need to have your own friendships your own hobbies your own everything have things that you like to do that doesn't involve your partner your boyfriend your crush 
crush and if he wants to hang out at like nine and you want to go to the gym at nine you're not changing your plans to meet up with him you're always going to continue doing your own thing you're always going to follow through with your original plan you're never changing plans for a man ever you don't free up your entire week just in case he calls and he wants to meet up i think this goes without saying but also you never ever ever financially depend on a man doing all of those things and having your independence as your number one i feel like is key in order to not obsess over anyone and remember it's always do i like him it's never does he like me it's been seven months and he won't label me as his girlfriend or his partner what do i do i think you leave if he can't make up his mind in seven months like trust me someone will in like two months trust me nobody needs seven months to make up their mind you deserve better you deserve to be with someone who is a hundred percent about you and being with you and if he doesn't see that in seven months goodbye it's done adios we do not need this type of energy in 2023 and we most certainly do not want what doesn't want us what was your dating life at 19 i feel like that's literally like a different life it's so crazy and i wish i could go back like with the brain that i have now and the knowledge i have now like i would do everything different i was so naive i was so like head over heels with boys at 19 i was like fresh out of high school i was living in london it was my first year in london and i was dating this boy that i was just like i wanted to appear perfect in his eyes and there's no such thing as perfect but like i feel like i didn't like express who i was or show like who i truly was in my personality because i just wanted to be like desperately liked i honestly like i look back on myself and like my decisions i don't even recognize myself i have a 15 year old sister and i can't wait for her to start dating and stuff so i can give her all the good advice and she doesn't make the same mistakes that i did but i definitely feel like after that relationship at 19 is when i started really like having fun and like enjoying like life and learning how to be like fun and single in london and just like live my life to the fullest 19 i was still kind of like figuring everything out and another question that kind of ties into that is have you went for bad boys in the past if so how did you do it i have and i haven't when i was going through it i really felt like they were like bad boys but looking back they were like kind of nerdy and cute maybe it was like subconsciously me not wanting to get my heart broken so i just like went for like the nice guys but i remember when i was kind of like immature and young and dating like the bad boys for me it was like all about the games and it was all about like who can play the game better and looking back like it's so silly like it doesn't result in anything positive you're gonna end up with a broken heart and it's just like it's so not worth it going for the good guys i feel like is you telling yourself like i love you and you deserve the best i feel like when you go for bad guys it's just like why are you doing this to yourself you know where this is gonna end you know it's not gonna be good news you're never gonna change them you think you're gonna be the one but you're not but when you go for someone who's like truly nice and wonderful and treats you amazing and as a gentleman you're like why did i even waste my time with all these assholes when i could have gone for this like amazing gem of a man how do i trust my boyfriend he hasn't even broken my trust before but i still really struggle my opinion when it comes to trust is always give someone your full trust even if you've been terribly hurt in the past trust them no matter what because they didn't do anything to you it's a new person and they deserve your full full trust of course if they break it then that's like a different topic a guy's gonna cheat whether you want to or not like if that is who he is he's gonna cheat no matter what it doesn't matter if he goes for a weekend in vegas or to the most wholesome place in the world if he wants to do it he's gonna do it there's nothing you can say that can stop him there's nothing you can do and that's that's just what i think so i feel like that also like calms me because i just remind myself that if he wants to do it he'll do it there's nothing i can do that will stop anyone from cheating also i'm a big believer 
believer that if someone cheats, it's because they feel unhappy with themselves. They feel insecure and they want to feel bigger or better. And that's why they do it. I feel like that's why you sometimes see like, you know, those gorgeous supermodels or like Beyonce or Victoria's Secret models being cheated on. You're like, how does that happen when they're dating guys that, you know, maybe are not as good looking as they are? A lot of the time it's insecurities. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable and talking with your partner. Explain how you feel. Explain why you feel how you feel and trust that your partner has good intentions. Communication is number one. Make sure you communicate your feelings to him. And if he does something that makes you feel uneasy, that makes you feel like you can't trust him, just like talk to him about it. How to get over an ex when you're the one that messed up. Listen, relationships are complicated and they're not always going to be perfect and that is okay. The absolute number one step is you have to forgive yourself. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I forgive you. I love you. Try and repair that relationship with yourself. Try and repair the trust with yourself and know that it's okay. Absolutely nobody's perfect. Hannah Montana said it first. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. And remind yourself that in relationships, it's very rarely you did something wrong. I was the perfect one. You did something right. I messed up. It's usually two people in love trying to figure this shit out. It's definitely not always going to be perfect. It's definitely not going to be pretty, but you're learning so much about yourself just from that relationship and you messing up. Think about how much you've learned and in your next relationship, you're going to give it your all and you're not going to make the same mistakes you made in your last relationship. And what an amazing thing that is. You acknowledge that you messed up, which only people that, you know, are very self-aware can do. And what I always say is when you know better, you do better. And now you're more equipped in your next relationship and you know what you need to work on. Take this time to truly work on yourself and work on things that, you know, you want to be better at. And I'm going back to my first point, forgive yourself. How to talk to partner about wanting to have more sex. If it's early on in the relationship, I'm sure it can get a little bit awkward. I feel like once you're really comfortable with your partner, you can really talk about sex and what you like and what you don't like. But in the start, like it does get a little bit awkward. Again, it's similar if you want to tell them you want to have more sex and you don't know how to say it. I feel like guys find it really hot when girls initiate sex. So don't always wait for him to initiate it. If you're feeling like you want to have sex, don't be scared to initiate ever. You can wear a cute like lingerie set and go for it. And if he sees that you're initiating more and more, he can see that maybe you want to be more active. How to tell if a guy's a player. I feel like you can tell like quite early on, especially when you start texting and you can see the way he texts, how he types. You can tell a lot about a guy the way he types. Also like, is he like waiting forever? to respond because as we all know everyone is glued to their phone if they're taking a long ass time to respond they're doing it on purpose unless of course they're at work even on the first date like where is he taking you on a first date is he just taking you for a walk or coffee or is he making the effort to take you out for a nice dinner i feel like a player would want to do like a hike or something also like is he talking about like other girls on your date is he bringing up his exes which i think is like the biggest red flag ever like if a guy says all my exes were crazy run run for the hills someone who talks like really poorly about like all women around him or someone who like name drops a lot and the only thing they care about is like to be seen in cool places and go out every single weekend of course not always there's always exceptions also like are they respecting you are they respecting your boundaries if you like don't want to hook up with them on their first date or the second or the third are they getting like pissed off are they expecting things to happen i feel like the first like few dates tell you everything you need to know for a guy but often it's us who choose to ignore those like red flags because we're really into them we want to make things work but it's 
usually there. All the signs are usually there. We just need to be open and wake up and like start noticing them, you know? Can you talk more about intercourse? Of course, I, I'm happy to talk about sex and any questions you guys have. Um, What do you want me to talk about? Just give me some specific questions. This is a bit too broad. I need, I need more like specific questions. How to be more approachable. That's definitely another thing I've definitely struggled with when I was single. I just didn't feel like I was approachable enough and I just like had to constantly like remind myself to like smile not have like a resting bitch face and also just being myself if someone's going to be so intimidated to talk to me when I'm just literally like being myself dressing like myself then he's not the guy for me because the guy for me is definitely going to be ballsy enough to come and talk to me no matter what but yeah I definitely did try and just like you know smile a little to be like I'm nice I promise how to start again when the relationship has been going through a lot recently I feel like the main thing especially if you've gone through a lot is that you both need to really want it you both really need to want to make it work it can't just be one person it can't just be the guy it can't just be you you both really need to be in it and like willing to make it work no matter what whether that looks like going to you know couples therapy there's nothing wrong with that i know some of the healthiest relationships that go to couples therapy every single week it is not a sign of weakness and just communication communication needs to be your best friend at this point especially if you've gone through a lot as you're saying you really need to make an effort to be vulnerable with each other and talk to each other tell each other how you feel address the issue address whatever you're dealing with and just be willing to make it work carve out time in the week where you can do special things together you can go date nights or you can do fun activities at home take long walks and try and think about your relationship when you guys first started dating and you guys started falling for each other did you do specific activities did you take like a pottery class together like try and think of all those things you did when you first started dating and maybe do those things again rekindle your relationship with things that you did in the past that really bonded you and brought you guys closer hey stars is being friends with a person first the right way to go to be in a relationship i feel like it really depends also on the age like obviously if you're in high school i definitely think that is a good plan but if you're an adult if you are you know in your 20s or 30s and you meet someone and you really like them i don't think you should be like oh no no, no we can't date we have to be friends first in order for us you know to go into dating later i think that can often be negative if you really like someone you should just go for it but of course if you were friends before everything happened if you were friends like from years and years ago and now it just like happened for you guys to be dating i think that's really awesome and i actually think it's incredible when i see people do that like one of my friends is dating her best friend of years and you know it's perfect you guys know each other the best and i'm sure a relationship like that would be awesome but if you meet someone and you think that you know they're boyfriend material don't be like no no no. i need to befriend him first and then date him you should just go for it worst thing that can happen is it just doesn't work out and you can be friends later how do i deal with a boy that disappears for a long time but is still affectionate when you meet i think it's giving player vibes because you want to be with someone who truly puts in the effort and shows that they're into you and shows that they like you and that includes not disappearing over text you need to put in the effort he thinks he can get away with like you know having you whenever he wants whenever he sees you but it's okay for him to disappear and do his own thing no it's absolutely not okay it's like player 101 i would honestly like distance myself from someone like that because it just shows that they're not serious for a relationship and they just want to like fool around and if that's what you want to do then that's amazing and you can do that with him but if you're looking for something serious and someone who is like a 
percent for you and down for you definitely that is not your man because we want someone who loves us unconditionally and uncontrollably and they show it all the time okay i feel like i've answered enough questions i could honestly keep doing this forever since i'm gonna be away the next couple of weeks there's not gonna be an episode but i promise as soon as i'm back there's gonna be an episode waiting for you i hope you guys are having an amazing day whenever wherever you're listening to this and i can't wait to talk to you as soon as i'm back i love you